Okay. Jim, looking back at film of the fourth quarter, what was your biggest takeaway of what went wrong and how to fix it? You know, in each of those drives, it was it was literally like one play that we got to make. And, um, you know, we've had that at different times this year against uh, the Titans. We had just a couple chances to be able to get a play to stop a drive. We weren't able to make it. We had a fourth and ten. Um, have to make that. Um, you know, there have been different times over the course of our our years here that that's happened. Um, but we've always sort of picked them up and made a play somewhere else along. Special teams made a play, offense made a play. And in this, um, you know, we, we didn't get that done. So that's, that's sort of where it was. There was there was really nothing that continually came up. Is there a pattern, nothing like a pattern or similarity where you can say, okay, this is where we're not making the plays? You know, we the, I think probably one of our one of our biggest things, I mean, you know, you know I'm not a big stats guy. Like, really, the only thing I really care about is points allowed. I mean, I've, I'm well documented for that. Um, but another way that we can affect the game is takeaways. And we haven't been taking the ball away. And, um, you know, I, I think there's a there's a fine line there. And, I, and you always warn the players sometimes chasing takeaways, um, chasing turnovers, put you in worse position. You start giving up plays. Guys press too much. They they go for the, the strip instead of the tackle and you give up a bigger play or they go for the interception instead of the, um, the PBU and you give up a big play or stuff like that. So you, you got you to gotta temper that. But I think it is, I mean, I think that's probably the biggest thing. There's two things we can do as a defense. One is hold the score down. And number two is put our offense in position to score or score ourselves. And um, that's, that's a thing that was a, was a um, you know, was a was a common theme for us last year that we haven't really been able to get our feet under us this year and creating those game-changing plays, any of those games. And you, like before we gave up the fourth and ten play, I mean, we were, you know, a couple inches away from getting an interception. You know, when Cam throws the ball, he's getting hit, and, you know, that's, that's you know, it's, it's that close to stripping the ball. Um, this, is, this is a game of inches. It doesn't change the win or the loss, but that's just what you have to do. Um, we need to find a way to come up with those plays without pressing, without playing out of our character. decision to have Dexter be the slot? Well, you know, Dex was with us last year and was our backup, uh, was our backup nickel. And with Sid being week to week, we thought it was best just to plug and play um, one guy in there rather than layering the, um, you know, and, and moving a lot of different guys in there. So that was probably the biggest thing. Dex did a good job in coverage. I'd like to see us tackling a little bit cleaner. I think it's probably a little bit to be accepted as a little bit of the cost of doing business when you when you get a guy that that um, that hasn't played in the last month. Um, a little bit like those first preseason games, you know, you're always worried the most about tackling. I think that's what we saw with Dex, but he went in, executed coverage as well, got his guy covered. Just like to see him be able to make a couple of those tackles, some of those tackles, and and I think I don't want to just single single Dex out there, you know, defensively as a whole. Um, on on those drives, we got a lot of yards after catch and um, and some some runs that went against us. We got to do a better job with that. Like in the Tennessee game, it was almost like a switch flipped. I mean, you had them so perfectly defense for so long, and then all of a sudden, everything they did worked. It seemed like. How have you been through that before, and, and what do you make of that? Well, um, you can just dial it back uh, last year around this time. We played the Giants, and it was the same thing. We shut them out through three quarters. They scored 24 in the fourth quarter. Not 21, 24. 
I mean, I, I, there's there's some of some of that is. I mean, you, you know, there's always things you can do better. There's always calls you can play better. There's there are calls you can call better. There's things the defense uh, players can do a little bit better. Um, sometimes you need to tip your cap to an opponent. I mean, I think there's there's some humility that's involved in that. Um, I have a lot of respect for what what Cam did in that game. He was having probably the worst day of his career, and that's tough duty. I've seen that a lot of times when you can't get anything going, and it sort of rolls up, and you finish the game that way. But uh, as a competitor and um, as an opponent, I have a lot of respect for what he was able to do in that game. And sometimes you do need to tip your cap to an opponent. It doesn't change. We need to play better. But, um, you know, there's good players in the NFL. We saw we saw that with Odell Beckham last year in that fourth quarter. He sort of took that game over. And, you know, no matter what coverage we called, we couldn't really get him covered. Um, so, again, that's it, it's it's really the NFL as much as um, as much as what we do sometimes. Did the coverage change? the fourth quarter with more off coverage? Um, no, not really. I mean, I think probably the biggest change is um, blitz more in the fourth quarter than the first three quarters combined, you know, just in, in an effort to try to find some ways. And I mean, we, we were up 21 points, started the series off with a blitz. Um, you know, they were going back, and, and we had a couple successful plays on blitz. We also gave up a touchdown on the blitz, the, that, uh, the one that was down tight in the red zone. Um, you know, you single guys up, you get some of that. Um, our mix stayed pretty much the same other than that the, the whole game. They just made a couple plays that we didn't. And um, it's, it's, it's not unusual to, to see the ability to flick a switch that way. And I go back, we've had games where we started poorly, um, I think back to Giants last year at New York, and then we were able to, to get it settled down, um, you know, just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last year, Fletch played about 59% of your snaps. This year, he's playing, I think, about 83%. A, is that a concern? And B, if it is, how do you mitigate that, if at all? Well, he's worked really hard to put himself in position to play more. So I think that, um, you know, number one, he's he's – He's, he's worked really hard to do that. Um, number two, our defensive tackle situation is significantly different than it was last year. I mean, last year, Timmy Jernigan was playing and playing healthy, and Bo was in there and playing healthy, and, um, you know, Destiny was out there. Well, no, Destiny had, had the broken um, wrist or whatever he had last year. So, uh, But we had a four-man a four rotation. This, this week it was Fletch, and two guys that at different points of the year were on the practice squad. So, you know, he, he sort of needed to be out there a little bit more. He really wasn't taxed. The way that game was going until the fourth quarter, he really wasn't taxed. We didn't play very many snaps. We were getting stops. Um, you know, the offense controlled the ball for most of the third quarter. We got a quick stop. They controlled the, uh, the clock the rest of the way. So I don't think it, it really affected him as much. Ideally, you'd like to have a better rotation, but that's just not where we are right now. Lee, besides the goal line one, which were the other ones that you felt? Uh, no, I didn't say that. I oh. thought it we blitzed too much. Oh. I just said we blitzed more in the fourth quarter than in the first three quarters combined. But blitz is a double-edged sword, I mean, obviously. But is it more so with a guy like Cam because his escapability? Well, that, that, that cost us on one play. Um, you know, when you bring – unless you bring six yeah. or even seven – um, which is a very high-risk uh, situation because you're zero coverage in the back end. 
Unless you bring six, it's it's hard it's it's hard to cover all the gaps. You got six gaps. You got to cover A, B, and C gap. And if you bring five, there's going to be an open gap, and the quarterback has the ability to scramble. The first drive of the third quarter, he was able to scramble against a um, against a pressure. Um, later in the game, we were rushing four and sort of spying him, and it kept the, the scrambles out. But he was making the plays with his arm, and you know, again, tip of the hat to him for that. Against the Giants, um, you know, when Sydney went out, you brought in Rasul at safety and Avante hit nickel and everything. And I was actually kind of curious, like Rasul didn't play at all against you know on Sunday, and I was just kind of wondering what your reasoning for that was. Well, he's really not a safety. He was the safety in that game because it was that was our emergency situation, and um, you know that's the way we we stacked it. That wasn't ideal either. I mean, it's really, you know, in game you'd rather just plug one player into a position and keep everybody else the same. But we didn't have any other nickels, so um, Vontae needed to go down there, and Russell went in at safety. I mean, again, wasn't ideal. With a little bit of time, we thought it was best just to plug and play um, Tex, who had been with us in the past, and. You know, I played a little bit of football for us. Do you see Rasul then as being pretty much an outside guy? Yeah, he's, he's an outside corner. I mean, his skill set, I think, best fits as an outside corner. He can do some other things for him for us, but if you're looking at trying to put him in the best position, I think it's always been outside corner for Is him. Is there any consideration to putting, um, keeping Jalen outside and moving him inside on nickel and putting Rasul? Because that would also keep him Yeah, and again, if it, maybe, and, and I don't want to, pigeonhole myself or back myself in the corner on any of those things. But I think Sidney Jones changes him being week to week. And us, if, if we if we were thinking that, you know, Sid was out for the year or something like that, maybe that would be in the mix because Jalen has done that before. I think that um, Jalen plays better outside than he does inside, but he can play inside. Um, I liked where we were with, um, you know, with Sid in there and and Darby and uh, and Jalen outside with Russell being the next man up, um, you know we just got to you know it, it, it's just not we're just not there right now with injuries, particularly with losing Avante and or losing Rodney and then Avante moving to safety. What's the assessment of, of your def, uh, defenders you know, defending uh, their technique against rub routes this this year? I know you guys worked on it a lot. This yeah, time. you know I mean this game this game there were a couple incidents of it happening. Um, you know everybody in league, we're going to see a bunch of it this week. We're going to see a bunch of double shallow crossers and things. It's built into everybody's offense now. Um, when you're in man-to-man, -man, you need to be especially aware of it. Um, you know, we weren't on a big third down and two, sort of, um, you know, got run into. And, uh, you know, those guys, those guys can, there's a lot of different ways that they can rub. They can create what Frank Reich used to call legal traffic. You know, like get in your way, run right at you. And at the last second, step out of the way, and there's you know, human nature that you're going to chop your feet, or you're going to, or you're going to, um, you know, try to get out of the way, and it just alters your course enough for people to get uh, to get um, receptions. I think over the course of the year, we've been pretty good at minimizing those kind of plays. Um, this game, there were a couple that hurt us. Well, what did you make of the space the, the corners were giving their wide receivers in the fourth quarter? I mean, I don't think it was any different than the whole game. Jim, what did you learn uh, from Doug? What did you learn about Doug Marone and Nathaniel Hackett working with him in Buffalo? Yeah, you know, Hack was going through a different thing. Um, when, when I was in Buffalo in training camp, we were we were trying to rival um, the Eagles with pace of play. I mean, everything was was 
fast break, um, no huddle. You know, it looked it looked very similar to what was going on here in Philadelphia. Um, and then we traded for Kyle Orton or signed Kyle Orton, and all that was out the window. You know, we were running a lot of zone read stuff. We had EJ Manuel, Thad, um, Thad Lewis. You guys had him, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it, that 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 script flipped a little bit. Um, you know, we were playing like really good defense, and we, um, you know, we sort of played to that over the over the year. So I think that was probably. I don't know if that was exactly what Hack wanted to do. It was just what we had to do as a team to try to uh, to try to win games. I got a lot of respect for Doug Marone. He's a football guy through and through. Um, you know, he's a Bill Parcells disciple. Um, he's a tough-minded guy. Um, you know, he took a lot of flack. I think it was last year. Somebody asked him. Um, it was maybe it was this year. I, I get confused. Um, somebody asked him what his ideal run-to-pass ratio was, and he said 100 percent. You know, and and that, that that tells you all you need to know. I mean, he's an offensive. He was an offensive lineman. You know, played a little bit in the NFL. Played major college football, and um, you know, there's a there's a toughness and an attitude to that. You know, I think that's where they would like their team to be. That's what carried them to the AFC Championship game last year. Um, they got a couple tackles hurt. They've got their tight ends hurt. They lost their running back. It changes your uh, changes your um, run game a little bit, and I think they're still trying to find that. But it'll be um, it'll be nice to see those guys. But um, you know, for 60 minutes of the game, you know, relationships and anything else don't matter. But I certainly enjoyed my time with those guys. Hey, Jim, Jim, have you noticed your, that you mentioned your former practice squad defensive tackles, Jim? Uh, how did they play, and, and how much of a challenge is it with uh, trying to find uh, trying to rotate inside there without Jernigan? Uh, well, I mean, it's just it's it's what you have. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's like it's like drawing cards, but you play poker. I mean, you you get the cards that you get, and um, you know you can't turn all five of them in. I mean, you gotta you gotta play your hand. And I thought those guys did a good job in the game. Um, you know, Bruce got back and and got his playing time back, but they were around the quarterback. I thought they did a good job staying active in the pocket. Um, some of our pressures, those guys were right around, um, either keeping the guy from stepping up or making him counter step. And um, you know, I thought they, they both handled themselves really well. Hey, Jim, have you noticed that, uh, that offenses around the league are starting to become more aggressive on fourth down, two point conversions? Uh, is that something that you're anticipating given kind of the way that Philly set the, the standard last year and something that you're emphasizing it all yeah I mean I think that there's been a general trend to that in a while I mean I think there's a lot of things that go into that um, you know I think that the legal offensive pass interference when I say legal I mean within a yard of line of scrimmage sometimes it's hard to stop a one yard play in pass coverage because they can legally block you there's no there's no getting away with anything when it comes to that Sometimes it's hard. I mean, we're, we're seeing ICT and, and or illegal contact and um, defensive holding. Those calls are, are going up. I think that further emboldens offenses. I mean, the, you know, that might be, you know, sort of what, what takes them a little bit. I think people have confidence. People all across the, um, the thing look at analytics. I know this a couple weeks ago when, uh, when we went for two down, when we, we just scored, we were down 14. And we went for two. Like uh, I was a bit slack-jawed, and I was like, "What? What are we doing?" I mean, I wasn't kin to, or I wasn't, uh, I wasn't privy to 
those discussions and, and things like that with the analytics. And uh, like being sort of old school is like, what? No, no, no. Kick the kick the field goal. And then after the game, somebody was explaining to me, like the the the, the statistics behind it. And it's like, oh, I get it, you know. And and you know, um, and then we saw it last night. I didn't see much of that game last night, but um, when I got home, I turned it on, and that was the time. And they were going for two, and and everybody's everybody was probably a lot like I was. Like, what are they doing? But then when they explained it afterwards and you give top people time and they, they talk to all the analytics people, looking like maybe that's, that's, that's a little better thing. It, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't long ago that teams didn't have the resources that we have now. They didn't have teams of analytic guys. They, a lot of the information wasn't even available. Um, you know, and, and, and some of the research you were doing, you couldn't, you couldn't do some of the things that you did now, and that's been a big change. Maybe, maybe probably the last eight or nine years in the NFL, but it's grown. It's grown from just a few teams doing stuff like that to everybody. So I think I think that's a little bit more what you're saying. You know, teams have more confidence in their offense. Scoring is up. Completions are up. Um, I mean, I remember being a kid. It was a quarterback was considered like a good quarterback if he was completing 50 percent of his passes. You know, and then the standard became like 60. And now, like, if you're not completing 70, there's like something wrong. I mean, it's like, it's like, it, it's it's crazy. And, um, you know, Johnny Unitas era, you know, guys were throwing more interceptions than they were um, touchdowns. And then it became like, hey, equal ratio, you're good. And then it was two to one. And now these guys are, you know, eight to one and 10 to one. They're not turning the ball over. So that's a way too long answer for that question, but <laughs> I'll see you all in London.